big rocks and all that sort of thing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. Well, I was going to welcome you to a, another very special show, but I, I'm, I'm a bit soured, to be honest. John's yeah, miserable. Been, the minute John... No, I'm not. You're the miserable one. <laughs> the minute John walked in, he's like... So, do we have the dates? Do we have the new equipment from the sponsors? It's yeah. like answer to both of those questions is no. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yes, yeah. I'm. I'm. I, you know what? So, so, <laughs> so we're, we're yeah. built. We're built. Listen, we're building something. Okay? Yeah, that's true. We are, and I, I, we can't reveal all to the readers <laughs> at this stage um, because but, you don't know what it is. No, I do. Yeah. Uh, Can you the, tell what it is? No, but the. Um, uh, the promoter, uh, he wants the first show to be a, a good one. A big <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's is that in the contract. The show has to be good. Yeah, but this has to be specially good because he said what happens with those sorts of shows is, um, you know, quite often it's uh, the same people come back. You know, so you want to be able to give them a reason to come back. They don't want to feel like. I, I, oh, I, I yeah. did see them do that pod. Yeah. I don't need to go to that again. In the same way that you've seen Metallica 300 times. Yes. yes. And I only need to see them 200. <laughs> yeah. You know, 99 times. Yeah. Nine of them again. Yeah. Um, so uh, we will discuss, but, you know, we're going to have some razzle-dazzle. Razzle-dazzle. Um, and in terms of uh, sponsorship... Uh, um, we're, Olivia, we're available. Uh, well, uh, I'm we are, available. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, yeah, I was going to maybe do a practice. I, I'm actually available for voiceovers as well. If you'd like that, I'll do anything. Well, birthday hang messages. On, can I quote you on that? I'll do anything. Yeah, birthday messages. I don't care. I don't care if it's stuff like Saudi money or things like that. I'm not one of these people who go, "Oh, I can't do that." I I very much can do that. Is that why you're wearing a T-shirt today, which says on it? Pod washing. Give, yeah, give me Saudi money. Yeah. I don't care. No. Is, is there a pod festival in Saudi? I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Me no, too, mate. No agonising from me. Yeah. I'm on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand what the, 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 the problem is with all, no. these pe- all these people going, Listen. Oh, no. Sh- exactly. I bet you they've because, only gone for the money. Because, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, how yeah. awful. Because all money is dirty. There's no clean money knocking about. Right. You know. Right. It's gone through someone's hands. Yeah. Filthy. And they reckon yeah. uh, almost every... No, I know not everybody uses notes these days, but every note's encrusted with cocaine yeah. and God knows what yeah. else. Cocaine's probably the only good thing in it. It's yeah. just <laughs> the only thing of any value left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's uh, let's get back to... Oh, oh, oh yes. One thing I was going to tell you. We will have a proper conversation about this. But uh, there are going to be shows to confirm. Um, uh, I don't know about sponsorship because Olivia, I think... Why, I think is, why are you doing this on the... 
Are we on the air? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, you fucking started it with your moaning. No, this is for the readers. Listen, right. uh, talking about merch, I was talking to Terry about the merch, right? right? And we're all into... We, we need those shirts. Kirk Cobain. Yeah. He died buy, for you. Buy your Kirk Cobain shirts here. That's right. Because yeah, uh, they're not... That, can I say that is now... That is not an infringement of copyright. No, of course not. It's Kirk, no, Kirk Cobain. Cobain yeah. Same with The Dealer. Yeah. Well, The Dealer, yeah. You've yeah. been dealt. Yeah. You've been dealt a dead hand. There you go. By The Dealer. Just eight years left. Yeah. That's it. Um, he came up with, I thought, a very funny idea. Um, because obviously we have a certain demographic. Oh, demographic, if you know what I mean. He said, how about um, you do a Kurt Cobain kitchen apron? Right. You know, because I, I don't know to you. the wife. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah. her and daughter. The, li- yeah. the little the woman. The lady while she's doing your dinner. Put a little smile on her face. Yeah. Or she's hurrying up with your dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and where's my cold drink? You know I don't <laughs> like lager. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that went down a dark turn quickly. <laughs> now, he was saying, you, or you could do like oven gloves, you know, like something yeah. for... For the a certain dim- <laughs> <laughs> I also told him about our um, idea for a cologne, because that's on the table, you know. Our own cologne. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colin Klein. <laughs> yeah. For men, yeah, and, and what it smells of is the marquee circa nineteen eighty six when everybody smoked. Yeah, yeah, that great smell of smoke and the carpet that's yes. got untold yeah. amounts of. Well, that beer carpet in it. that you would sink. Yeah, into. your feet would actually yeah. go into. Yeah, 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 and you sort of squelch your way to the. Bar. Yeah, and that's not from the rain. That's beer. Yeah, that's and it, yeah. beer and. You know, yeah. be and whatever else there is, yeah, everything else, yeah. yeah. So, you didn't, I thought you'd be more excited about the um, Kurt Cobain, uh, uh, what do you call it, apron? apron. Yeah, I have a listen. If it brings in money, I mean, <laughs> no. Saudi money, yeah, Saudi money, yeah. You're very kick. Can you? Well, can, because it, it, Saudi money's the big thing, isn't it? It's the big thing in football, it's yes. everywhere. It's oh. like. You know, Jordan, what's his name from Liverpool, has gone over there to spread the word about gay rights and trouser, you know, 50 million a season or whatever it is. Yeah, it was like a million yeah. pound a week. Oh, no, I've always there. wanted to play for Al Ittihad. I grew up dreaming of that, you know. I always wanted to play yeah. for Czech's notes. Yeah. Al, 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 That's Egyptian. I'm fluent. I am. I was born in a pyramid. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Right. So let's get into the rock news, John. And we're gonna we're gonna start. uh, We're gonna we have a little bit of sadness, but we're gonna start first of all with hilarity. Oh, are we? Oh, are we gonna start with sadness? Yeah. Well, you want sadness? I thought we were doing an. I thought we were doing a tribute episode. Absolutely right. You're quite right. So. You begin. Call yourself to order. Well, I'll begin with the one I've heard of. Okay, go. And then you carry on with the one no one's heard of, apart from a friend of ours named Dave. Um, Bernie Marsden. Yeah. Bernie Marsden. Yeah, see, don't fuck with old Cove. I love. What does that mean? (laughs) Are you suggesting. My lord, are you suggesting that old Cove. Bumped off well, see, old Bernie. Was like Bernie Marsden uh, passed away a week or so ago, 
rather sadly, and and actually uh, received quite a lot of rather excellent notices. He had obituaries in probably nearly all of the broadsheets. Did he? And he had a uh, he had a tribute message from old Cove himself, who tweeted a you know. And Cove tweeted a picture of them I, I read on stage that, together. And he wrote, I wish you well. I wish you well. On stage together, not that long ago. So Bernie had obviously turned up and jammed at a, a, a snake event, you know. Bernie was always turning up to jam. Yeah. That's pretty much everywhere I met him in the last 10 or 15 years. He was going out years. to jam. So I'm reading the... Then, so, the so that happened. So then I'm reading the obituary. It was either the Telegraph or the Times. It said, you know, Bernie Marsden, he wrote, uh, or co-wrote... Here I Go Again for Whitesnake. He then re-recorded it, became a massive hit. And Bernie had to sue David Coverdale to get the money. Or no. sue Whitesnake to get the money. Really? But then... I don't know why I'm saying it like that. This is every day they, in the music They were business. chums again, you know, or so, so but you know. Mm. Does David have a lot of charms? I don't know. I, I was once told, and I'm sure this isn't true, and, and it absolutely wasn't yeah, Sharon Osbourne that told me this. A lot of the, lot of the this. stuff on this podcast isn't true. No, that's say right. That that's right. Now. It may be factually, it may Debatable. not be the actuality. No. I mean, no one's saying old Cov would whack a former member of his band. No. Well, you are. No, I'm not. Apart from no, you, not. you're the only one saying no. it. Let's be clear on that, because I know I'm, old That's Cove, absolutely what never I'm not saying. But... Um, Somebody once told me uh, that at his wedding to Tawny, yeah, they had to do a fucking roundup of, you know, friends. Yeah, but who said that? That's just someone bitter, isn't it? Who said that to you? I could, I, but I could, put, right, say three I, no, names. Was, I think it was mainly her friends. You know, she didn't have any. So it's apart from other band members. You yeah. Know. <laughs> What you mean, David? Didn't other wa- other David, band members are available. David didn't want Rat to be at the wedding, or Pete Angelis, yeah, who was David Lee Roth's manager and the Black Crows. Yeah. There's no truth to that. Rumor, I know who Pete Angelis. Yeah, but I'm telling David the readers. I'm telling the readers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, what so, are we talking but, about? Well, Bernie. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he, he had this, uh, and I think I sent you a, uh, a YouTube. You did. It was. Really it was nice, rather good, actually, but yeah. he d- Marsden had done, uh, yeah, of late in his, his sort of later years. I mean, you don't want to be going around playing endless heavy metal gigs when you're in your seventies, do you? You know, unless you well, well, you do if you're Mick Mars. Yeah, well, no, Mick. Well, yeah. does Mick Mars want to do that? We don't know, do we? Well, we we'll get on to the dealer. Yeah, get on to the dealer. No but spoilers. Bernie, so he play acoustically, mm. and he developed this really lovely sort of acoustic version of "Here I Go Again" that he sang himself in a rather Delightful voice. voice, yeah, yeah, lovely voice he had as well, yeah. So very talented guy, very talented writer. Didn't he also co-write uh, "Fool for Your Loving"? He probably co-wrote all the ones that you know. Yeah, you know him. Well, be "Fool for Your Loving." Yeah, and, uh, here, yeah I go here I go again. Those two, yeah, yeah. But he, but no, started off in. He was in UFO. I didn't know that. Really? Did you know that? You didn't know that, did you? That must have been... Was that after Juicy Lucy? It was Lucy? only like about 10 minutes. You know, Everybody, one of those things where, John, oh, uh, even I was in UFO yeah, for 10 exactly, minutes in yeah. 1975 or whatever it was, you know. Exactly, yeah. Um, he was in Juicy Lucy, wasn't was he? Was he? Something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. he was in loads of things like that. Then he, he did this sort of classic thing of like, everyone realised he was a really good guitarist, but he was never getting the gig in the big band. He right. was always getting the gig in... Uh, you know, he was, he'd get the gig in um, Cozy Powell's Hammer. 
you know, instead of like, it wouldn't be in Rainbow, being cozy pals. And that, that was kind of the level White Snake were at at that point. Well, this wasn't is it? see, this is what I thought would be interesting to talk about this because that's what interested me was those sort of long years of White Snake when Coverdale, who'd been a big star in Deep Purple, yeah, kind of came out of Deep Purple and just became this sort of jobbing rocker, yeah. you know, playing well, bluesy. Well, because at that time in the uh, I mean, Coverdale was only in purple for about two or three years. Yeah, but I mean, in um, the, but in the scale point, of things, but two or three point, years was a long time back then. But in, in 1977, exactly, if you got when long rock hair, music's only been going for 10 years, to have been in a band for three years, you've been in 30 Can I finish my point the, before you decide to <laughs> mansplain what it is I'm trying to say? Oh, this is going to be a new thing. Th- that, you know, to. That's oh, please don't no, carry on. Shutting people down by <laughs> trying to say they mansplain. That is a very, you know, that is a very gaslighting thing to do. Oh, so now I'm gaslighting. You're shutting me down. Yeah, yeah I am actually. Shut the fuck down, will you? For one fucking minute. In 77, when Coverdale is now looking for something to do, the first thing he does is sign as a solo artist. Right, yes. Two albums. And what's his... Unique selling point, the voice, soulful, that old-fashioned stuff. The look. Absolutely. And he's looking at Rod Stewart. He's looking at, you know, all those bands that, um, you know, have sort of the, the... They've got the musicianship and the great singer... But it's the time of punk, and just around the corner, the new wave of British, it's Motorhead, ACDC. Yeah. He's out, he's out. And, and in a way, he's glad, because he wants to be Rod Stewart or whatever, except it doesn't happen. Unlike Rod Stewart, he's never written Maggie May, yeah. you know. Um, so then comes White Snake, which essentially comprised of the leftovers from Purple, Lord Pace. Well, it was the thing. Then John Lord like joins it. And yeah, he was, uh, well, he was doing nothing. Yeah, he? I suppose. Yeah. And, and what do you do in nineteen seventy nine eighty when you know everything is punk all the time in the yeah. music press, which is the big the big social media of its day. Um, but I think he lucks out because Bernie's a great songwriter. Mickey Moody was obviously very tasty on the old guitar. Yeah, so he's got two tasty guitarists, but they're old school. Yes, they're kind of they're not like it was pre MTV. Yeah, yeah. Pre-MTV. So they're, they're just like blokes in leather jackets that you'd see down the pub, basically. Yeah, or, or till they got on stage and then they're like yeah. rocking. Well, because they came from that tradition of you know you, you don't dress up. Like, no, you dress down like Elton John. You know, yeah. you, you you dress down like uh, Deep Purple. Yeah, well, like Bernie Marsden. Also, bless his heart. Um, once you get to the moment where Bernie and Mickey and that whole era of White Snake ends, when when uh, Coverdale signs his deal with Geffen Records in '84. MTV, that's what it's all about now in America. Yeah. Coverdale wants to be big in America yeah. again. And the Bernie Mickey lineup, even despite the great songs, some of those records weren't even released yeah, in America. See, the thing is, you say great songs. I went and had a look back at those records. Well, I'm talking because, about Fool Again because, and the Yeah, other because the, the thing is, they like they came out so quickly. And, they, you know, this really is the old school of records when yeah. they had eight songs on. <laughs> and there's probably two that are any good. And there are two or three that are, like, you know, pretty standard 
rock and they never to a couple that you never speak of again you know well, yeah but also classics like lie down i think I yeah love exactly so yeah. that's a classic so they do so they do uh well i don't know what the first one was it just called white snake or david coverdale's white that's snake it, yeah and then they did trouble or maybe the first one was called Trouble. and then they did love hunter <laughs> darling i'm a love hunter baby michael michael yeah. Uh, I, my Hunt. new album yeah. is called Love which, which Hunter. Had a, a, a girl straddling a big snake on that. I don't know where. You got yeah, the I never idea quite that. understood that symbolism. No, was was, was, was it saying love is love? Love is like a poison arrow. Yeah. Well, no. It's, was she the love hunter, or had Ooh. she been hunted by the snake? The snake was the love hunter. I never got to the bottom of the, that. As it were, the snake, just figuratively speaking, yeah. the snake between her legs. Yeah. Was that hunting her or was she hunting the snake? Was she wearing any clothes? She was wearing minimal clothes, minimal I'd clothes. say. Yeah. Well, I think it's hunting by mutual she, she consent. She was wearing just enough clothes to get into Woolworths, into the racks at Woolworths. Interesting yeah. detail yeah. there, John. But I then, hadn't yeah, thought of they, that they, So they did Love Hunt. Then they did Ready and Willing, which was sort of their breakthrough because that did have... I told you, Your Honour, she was ready uh, and willing. Don't yeah. listen to what she says now yeah. she's woken up. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, basically the thrust of that one. And okay, then, but he, he, here was the deal breaker, okay? Coverdale wanted to make it in America. Interrupting, interrupting. Oh, shut me down, yeah, shut yeah, me down. Because, You're gaslighting. Because then what do they do? Then they make... But then they think Then I think they did Saints and Sinners because Cozy Powell did join for a while. Didn't I know, they? Yeah, yeah. Well, no. Well, and hang on, did. hang on. Cozy joins. This is the this is the very juncture I wish to explore. The the crevice I wish to go deep on, David. Um, yes, Cozy joins, and at the same time as he gets Sykes in. And that's no, the it was way before that. You're wrong. You're wrong. 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 It was when they they used to go camping Gas over Dartmoor. <laughs> Gaslighting. Well, I'm going to get my fucking phone. Right, well, out you do that, but uh, can, I'll say the other thing I was going to say, which is oh, yeah, in please. the midst of all this, oh, yeah. they release, you know, one of the great live albums, which in, was live, live in, the, in heart. the heart of the city. When they really, this kind of, all of a sudden you get what Coverdale's vision is. And it's this kind His of... vision? Yeah, because it's oh, got, yeah. stu- I mean, it's got Ain't No Love in the Heart of the City. It's got, uh, opens with Full Fear Loving. You know, it's just a really, really great live album. There's another big slow one on there I'm trying to think of now. Yeah, but you're missing Come it's and got Get Walking it. in the Shadow of the Blues. Yeah. It's got all of that stuff. And they were cra- they were like cooking with gas at that point. Yeah, um, but here's what I'm saying to you. Yeah, go on. You haven't discussed "Come and Get It." Come and Get It, yeah. Or oh, that was the one with the apple on the front, wasn't it? With the chick, chick girl again. What, what was the girl doing this time? She was eating an apple or something. Was it the same girl? Probably. You say? Well, prob- no, it might not be. Are you saying not. all girls look alike? John? No, no, but uh, yeah. What? No, in Cove, it probably wasn't the same girl. Right, just to uh, just to uh, just to be very very clear, very 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 clear. Okay, on uh, Saints and Sinners, yes, which came out in 1982. Yeah, that was the album. I mean, we say it didn't have the songs. But these are all the songs that made them big in America. Crying in the rain. Oh right. Here I go again. On my own. 
Uh, and I'm going to tell you who played on that, John. Oh, that was Ian Pace on drama. Pacey. Pacey! Yeah, I told you. You told you said Cozy Power was in the group by then. Cozy Power came along and they they played they played Donington, didn't they? Oh, I'm sure they played. Oh dear, they definitely played Donington. You you used to go to Donington, didn't you? I went there like nine years running. Yeah, and so you must have seen David Coverdale's White Snake. (laughs) See, he was very insistent, like yourself, in ensuring that his name was very prominent in. The okay. band's name. So, Saints and Sinners comes out in 1982. No Cozy on that one. When did Cozy join? I'm then? about to tell you, John. Oh, okay, thank See, you. I, I did already tell you, but you refuted <laughs> my irrefutable fact. Here we go, John. Let me just tell you now. Oh, look, there he is. There he is. Cozy joins in time for the release of Slide It In. Oh, yeah, right. Another to the top. great White Snake track and that was released in january 1984 and let me tell you who played guitar on that john because i'm sure you'll be interested i'm very interested was bernie still in it then no it was mel galley oh mickey moody was still oh so bernie's gone by but john sykes that's when they recruited john sykes and what did he do played guitar well on that record yeah so they had mel galley and mickey moody and john sykes this was the big controversy at the time they recorded the album with Mel and Mickey uh, in 1983. Yeah. Uh, released it in the UK January 84. Can we just establish for younger readers that Mel Galley was a bloke? Yes. It's not Melanie Galley. No. No. Um, and then they did the deal with Geffen and Geffen, David Kolodna. Uh, David Kolodna. David Kolodna. <laughs> There's another yeah. shirt. Yeah. David Kolodna. Yeah. David David Kolodna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, David David Kolodna came in and transformed their uh, their fortunes. So the UK release came out, like I say, January 84. But then David David Kolodna, he um, completely changed the whole thing. Uh, re uh, Different tracks, like Slide It In was track two on the original. Now it opens the album. Um, and... John so Sykes. you need to be some kind of genius to do that. <laughs> John Sykes is brought in oh, to, to re-record. He was sort of the equivalent of a vajazzle. He was. Yeah. Whatever that means, a yes. Vajazzle. Well, not in, in a group. Do you know what a vajazzle is? Yes, of course well, I know what a vajazzle is. I invented vajazzle. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, there at the dawn yeah. of vajazzle. Yeah, yeah. When I, I accidentally left a gold tooth. On the on the pillow, yeah, <laughs> right. So so just to just to be clear, John. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cozy Powell joined around that time that John Sykes yeah, I think, came in. I think this you is, concede that, will you? This is woolly. This is woolly information, I'd say. No, I'd say that was straight off yeah. uh, Wikipedia. So it must be true. So, But, but by this point, Bernie, never let me Bernie my has point. been cast aside. Yeah, as will uh, Mel hurts his hand in a terrible gardening accident. Yeah. Um, I think I, I remember that. And he had all like wires. Yeah, put yeah. Into oh, it yeah, or something. No, yeah. I, I interviewed him about it. Did you, I what never did he knew say? what the truth was. Well, the story that we were told was. It's a bit like in Casino, you know. With the, the <laughs> well, casino. I think that's what really happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, no, the, you know, it was a drunken night and he like f- fell over on a car or something. Or I'll have to look it up. It'd be on the internet somewhere. Yeah. But he wore this horrible contraption and it was all kind of. You know, he'll be okay in nine months. They've yeah. had to wait for... Next thing, so they bring Sykes this, in. You'll be, yeah, so in the interim, we've got this young, blonde god. Yeah. So they get rid in. of... They literally get rid of Colin Hodgkinson yeah, bomber. on base. Bomber. Get rid of Pacey, bring Cozy in. Yeah, why Why they get rid of Pacey? Because oh, no, you, Purple reform. Oh, so he went back to Purple, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got... He yeah, didn't so much get rid of Pacey as Pacey went... I'm off now to yeah, Deep Purple. Free transfer. They're, they're still big in America, so yeah. I'll see you later at the yeah. Hamio. Yeah. Um, John Sykes. So, David David Kolodna, he hits on this. And um, this is when they do the very first videos that make them famous in America. Because Slide It In is one of those, it's a bit like Master of Puppets. It's one of those albums that goes gold. Yeah. But you know that it'll just one. make the next one. Yeah. And the next one was 1987, yeah. uh, which was Ainsley Dunbar on drums. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the thing is, you know, they had the excuse for getting rid of Mel. Uh, Bernie had already His gone. Hand, that was the excuse. And uh, but Mickey Moody is dropped yeah. simply because he doesn't look good on MTV. Yeah, yeah. he's not going to appeal to the dudes and the du- and the dudesses. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, so that's what happened to Bernie. That's, yeah, but th- then that leaves old Cove with the problem that in order to break America, they have to re-record all the old snake hits. Which they do, and th- that but doesn't always were, work. No, but they, they were penned by Messrs. Oh, along with Cove. I mean, if you look at those, I looked at all the songwriting credits in my research. Oh, yeah, I an old this Cove is a very wrote, heavily researched. Old Cove wrote a fair few of those songs, co-wrote and wrote. Yeah, know. yeah. You so, do wonder though how many co-wrotes, co-writes. Well, I don't know because, in fairness, a lot of the uh, you know talk about those albums that came out one after the other at the start of the eighties. He solo writing credits on a lot of them. Crying in the rain is solo credited yeah. to David. Yeah, so you know he obviously does. And write that's a masterpiece. It's about yeah, crying. In the rain. Yeah. When your heart's been broken by another bitch. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So when she should that. be in the kitchen but, but then in her Co- Kurt but Cobain but, but apron. But is forever dogged by this, isn't he? I mean, White Snake's success isn't 
sort of shiny and new. Every mm. time he comes back to Britain, certainly. Blight. But, yeah, you'll get your old stage of Whitesnake fans will say... Lingy. The, yeah, the, I'm not saying who they You were. and Lingy. The original versions were better. Yeah. But they, they Mar- still... Marsden and Moody mm. were better than Sykes and oh, Adrian Vandenberg, mm. Steve Vai. Yeah. Who needs that you stuff know, when you've got... Steve oh, Vai. Oh, oh, oh. Here's Steve Vai well, playing... Well, uh, here, here we go. I here go we go. Again. Case in point, um, they redid Here I Go Again. And again, it gets fuzzy because I don't know if Sykes played on the American version. He obviously played on an earlier one, but it wasn't on the original UK 1987 album. They added it at a later stage because right. it was a huge hit in America. Yeah. But it was meant to be, oh, the UK, they know this song. We'll just put it out in America. Because these days we feel like we know everything from every country. But back then, America and Britain, you could do something over there. And, oh, I didn't know they did that. You know, um, but here I go again. Huge hit. Huge. Doesn't matter who plays on it. It's just a great hit. Fool for Your Loving, where they tried to repeat the trick. That's the Steve Vai version. Oh, it is a Steve Vai version. Flopperoo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Flopper- because it's all... Yeah. Fool for Your Loving, yeah. no more. Yeah. Fool yeah. for Your Loving. You know, I can't... You know, I do a Steve Vai for me. You'll do it. I can't, I can't, yes, you I can't very imagine it in Steve. the context of Fool for Your Loving, yeah. It doesn't work like that. No, it's so, not a... But this, song, all this stuff it? should be a pension for Moody and Mars. Their payoff for being dumped should be, you know... Two percent. Yeah, well, the rest of their life, they got, you know, they co-wrote these songs. So they're not making the same kind of money as if they were in the band and playing the shows and getting the merch and all the rest of it. I think Tawny Katane probably made more money out of Whitesnake than those poor fellas did, you know? I don't know what they made. But here's the interesting thing about Bernie Marsden that I read in his obituary. He... One of the things he did, you'll you'll be astonished to know, was collect guitars. Hang and on, hang on, wait. A guitarist who collected guitar. guitars, hmm. but Bernie was a most savvy collector of guitars because one guitar in his collection is estimated to be worth a million pounds. I, I know where he used to live. You know, we could pop <laughs> round there after dark. Yeah. yeah. Bernie orders to clean the no no the million pound guitar yeah it's just asked us to retune it tune it up I tell you what he was a funny guy as well Uh, 2014 that sort of era I or before um, I was doing some work with Joe Bonamassa and Bernie turned up at the gig in London and um, I was sort of I was like why is he here not because I don't like Bernie but I I was trying to I couldn't what's the connection connect the dots Yeah. yeah It's the blues, guitars. It turns guitars, out they know yeah. each other, and and Bernie brings Joe this beautiful guitar to look at. Right, yeah. And then Joe goes off to do his sound check, and me and Bernie are just sitting around, you know, having to kill time. And he started telling me stories. Fucking hell, John! I was crying with laughter. <laughs> and then cut to many years later, after I'd done that tour with uh, Francis, because Bernie used Francis to live around Rossi. here. Francis Rossi. Bernie used to live around here, and. Um, I said, Bernie, we got to do this. You know, Francis had quite a big production and a tour bus and all that. I said, that just costs money. You and me could just get in a car. You bring your acoustic. Yeah. And we'll just clean up. And he was well up for it. Saudi and, money. Eh? Saudi money. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
it's a horrible, bitter story as to why it never happened. Not from Bernie's point of view. He was absolute darling. Yeah. But the, uh, what I like to call the cunt promoter. Yeah. In those days. Yeah, good relationship you had with him. Yeah, I, yeah, prop, yeah. yeah. Credit where it's due. Yeah. Cunt. <laughs> That would have been great, Bernie telling stories. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. And, and he did his book as well, Where's My Guitar? Yeah. Um, he was a... And then, uh, about to, uh, again, a cut to a few years later, uh, I go to see Billy Gibbons at Shepherd's Bush Empire, and there's Bernie. Yeah. You know, you see, here's the thing that I... I mean, I didn't know him at all, but here is the thing I'm picking up and going to observe now is that he did the wonderful thing that we should all try and do, is that he didn't become bitter. No, he, that's actually what I was going to say. So I'm sitting around talking to him a few years ago before, talking about maybe going and doing some shows. And I don't know how it came up, but he was saying, he goes, I saw David the other day. I said, did you? He goes, he's a remarkable man, isn't he? I say, yeah, he is. <laughs> he goes... You know, he wants to look like that. He wants to be that. He decided that's what he wanted to do. And he did it. You know, fair play to him. You know, he's older than me, he goes, but I look like his father. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing. There was a man uh, properly at peace. Yeah, exactly. He did, you know, he, that old saying, I do not want what I have not got. Yeah. Yeah. He, what he had was treasure in itself, was he had the reputation of being, A, a lovely bloke, mm. and B, a really, really good musician and songwriter. He was an absolute mm. diamond. And yeah. i tell you what, that I do not want what I do not have. <laughs> There's one exception to that. Who's that? Saudi, Saudi money. money. That's what I'm talking about. I haven't got Saudi, that, but I would very much like yeah, it. I, yeah, I don't have any Saudi money. No, but I'd like Saudi. But I want it. yeah. Can it yeah. be? Can can that be arranged? Yeah, I don't know. See, don't we need know. we need to take the pod on the road yeah. properly to Riyadh. <laughs> it's natural home. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Where, where do, you know, as Jordan Henderson found his natural home. That's right. In whatever city he's in. He always wanted to play there. He always wanted to ply, as, as a, they say, always wanted to ply <laughs> his trade in the Saudi league. Always wanted to tread the sand, the yeah. hallowed sand. <laughs> he wanted the to hallowed test, sand. He wanted to test himself <laughs> against all of the great players that are over there. The Saudi players, in fact, increasingly Such as there, are, <laughs> there are a lot. I mean, oh, Ronaldo's over there, and he's, he's getting, Ronaldo's getting something like you know a million pounds a day. Yeah, you know, even yeah. for days he's not playing yeah. football yeah and he's, he's like, banking a million he's like why am i only getting a million yeah, he's the one person you can guarantee is not grateful in the slightest he's not happy but he won't be happy he's not happy he'll have got it for, for a couple of weeks he'll have been quite pleased to be getting it and then after a couple of weeks and going yeah is this all it is, is this is it, this it for the next fucking year? sand and more can, sand can i not get well no is this all the money is there not going to be more it's only a million a day to yeah. tread the hallowed sand <laughs> to run out and nod the old goals in for Al. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, now listen. Tremendous. God bless. Uh, uh, I don't often get serious, but seriously, Bernie yeah. Marsden, one of... One of nature's gentlemen, Really, truly, yeah. truly. God bless him, Bernie. Very good man. Now, um, another very famous rock star died almost the same they day, did. wasn't he? Another it? really good man, actually. Yeah, well, I... Yeah. I I've never heard of him, so do, do tell us, John. Well, you, 
the uh, the legendary, legendary. As, as you would say, uh, British AOR Legends FM. Because that's quite yeah. a long list a long, of long, British long, AOR well, legends. That's the point, isn't it? There really is probably only FM, you know. I'm bracking yeah, my brain. Exactly. There's there got to be others, but there yeah. you go. But yeah. in the early days of FM, in the early days, there was a uh, you know, along with uh, the <laughs> drummer Pete Jupp, who was always for amusing, a Merv Goldsworthy on the bass, Dig Digital on the keyboards. If you remember, doing him. the bass. No, Dig Digital on the keyboards. Merv, Go Merv Goldsworthy on the bass. Now you, you, you see, you, 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 you're front, like talking about old music hall figures from uh, yeah, the 1920s. Up, up no one's heard of. Were the, up the front with a brotherly pairing of Steve Overland on vocals and guitar and Chris Overland on lead guitar. Oh, lead guitar. Chris had a tremendous look. He had like a big frosted mullet, you know. And he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. He does the old. Yeah, Solos. That. Yeah, that's he's, me. He, he's like the, the British Neil Sean, you know, for a couple of years. Hang on. Chris Overland Chris, was the I'm, British Neil Sean. For a couple of years, yeah, when FM were really at their peak. So they first album Indiscreet and then Tough It Out, a record beloved of me and Paul Elliott. In a anybody else ever heard of that record? Or? But, yeah, Chris Overland sadly passed away. And, oh, and then Chris it. Overland famously, or as Paul Elliott always maintained, I've never known the truth of this, left FM to go and run a wine bar in Norwich. Now, whether this is true or not, but no so one Norwich really is a very knows. pleasant place yeah. in which to drink wine. And, and this, and this was it. sort of in the era where wine bars were kind of a cut above your bog standard How far back are we duck, going here? Because, because oh, 1980s. Oh, okay, because yeah. the first wine bar I ever went into, the fuck was it called? It was in Ealing and it was a wine bar. Yeah. It's probably called Ealing yeah, Wine yeah, Bar. Yeah, but you remember... Like, but that was the late remember, 70s, yeah, mate. Ealing is in London. Yeah, right. and it's got wine bars. Have oh, he's got in to Norwich. Get, wine bars have got to get to Norwich. Was that so where he was take from? A few then? Years. Were they uh, Norfolk? I have no idea. Norfolk. No idea. You know, Ozzy uh, when he was sacked from Sabbath that first time. Yeah. Or as he put it to me, give him ninety thousand dollars and tell to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> he told me that his plan, his cunning plan, was to take the ninety thousand dollars, go back to Birmingham. And with his first wife, Thelma, yeah. buy a wine bar. Yeah, you see, that was the you thing see, to that do. Was the, you see, buy yourself a wine bar You'll in all, Birmingham. There'll always be where trade. With our wine, there'll always be trade because the markup on wine, you know, massive. Unless, like Aussie, you tend to drink it by pushing yeah, the, the cork in with your you, thumb, you can't be, and then pour it into a be, pint glass. Yeah, you can't be drinking the profits. I think had Aussie opened a wine bar, It'd be dead now. The yeah. ninety thousand dollars might not have lasted that, even as long as it did. <laughs> if Aussie had opened a wine bar with his first wife Thelma, mm. and he would have, that would have changed you know, the course of rock. That's what he would history. Have of course, that's what he would have. It would have been called Thelma's. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I I'm like it. I like it. Well, you still don't love because the, the, in the whatever happened to the Likely Lads, Rodney Buse was that his name? He was like yeah. the goody goody. In yeah, Rodney. His Buse. wife was Thelma. Called Thelma. Yeah, yeah. That just yeah. amuses me for some reason. Yeah. I knew two people called Thelma. One was in Whatever Happened to the Likely Lads, and one was Ozzy's first yeah, there wife. There you go. There you go. There yeah. you go. Um, so, so Chris but, Overland, tell me more. So, well, but then he—I he, don't think he ever rejoined FM. They've always had other guitarists and so on. But he was always this kind of figure of, you know, because his brother's the front man and the singer, 
And his brother's a great singer. I'm, I'm great getting singer. sibling rivalry I don't en- know. energy I don't, here. I don't know. I don't, I don't know never the story. Rejoin. I don't know the story. But, um, brothers. Yeah. I'd brothers, hate to you know. be in a band with a brother. But, but, you know, and Chris sadly passed away. It's almost the same day as Bernie Marsden, I think, or the day after or something. Was he a similar a age? Double blo- no, he was quite young. So I think he, yeah, I think... When you say, uh, what's young these days? Well, I mean, you know... so To FM, die, you mean, young to die. Yeah, I mean, six, you know, 60 or something like that. Just about a boy. That age, just a know, boy. Just a young boy. Taken from us. Yeah. Ah, oh, bless it. Yeah. So, bless Chris, fair what, those two first two FM records... Why did he leave? Their music. I, can't, I, I, can't, I need to go deep I, on I this. Honestly, can't I never remember. knew this. I, honestly can't. I can give you Dave Ling's phone number. No, no, I've got that. Thank yeah. you. That's burned He'll in know. my brain. He'll know. Yeah, I don't know because you can't email Dave because he's still on the phone. You in see, fact, he's, probably he's old school. You know, Paul Elliott probably knows why he left. I don't know. And more interesting, but. why didn't he go back? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we're the I mean, wine sibling. R- I'm telling you, you now, know, it'll come might, out. One he, day it will come out. He might out. have had a chain of wine bars. Who knows? <laughs> Plus, you know, Norwich, I was last there in about 2014. Yeah, they've just got Wetherspoons. They've what, sorry? Just got Wetherspoons. Have they? Yeah. Spoons. <laughs> You know, my, my daughters go to Spoons oh, do they? in Oxford or Abingdon or wherever. Yeah. And uh, this has been going on for years. It's not like a new thing, but it was new on me. I didn't know. They go in there and all these blokes that look at them on Snapchat or whatever the fuck it is, um, through the app, they buy them drinks. Really? Yeah. This You should ask your daughters. I is bet they know up? all about it. Molly goes, oh, yeah, Jim from Shropshire just bought me a is that even, dirty vodka or whatever. Is that even legal? It's all like, it's like, um, it's an app. Even as you sit in spoons, because we had, one of the girls had a birthday thing there a couple of years ago. So I went and I'm going to the, I'm thinking, oh, the bar's empty. You know, yeah. like, there's no thinking it'd be three deep. No one there. I'm straight up to the bar to order a drink. Like, Dad, Dad, what are you doing? I'm like, getting a beer? Because let's face it, no <laughs> sleazy old man from Sh- from Stourbridge is looking on the app and buying you a fucking drink. <laughs> yeah, I just get, I just oh, get. Oh look, I'll, I'll just buy this young, attractive girl a drink and a pint for your dad while you're at it. Pint for your granddad. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, what? I want a drink. They go, no, you sit down. They sit at the sit table down and they wait. order it. No, sit no. down and wait while well, you're still waiting. <laughs> no, they order it on the app. Yeah. I'm like, but there's a geezer standing right in front of me. He could just pour me it. I need a drink. So I had to catch up. You had see. to wait till some... No, I still I still yeah. insisted. I'm like, oi, garçon. Yeah. Fucking beer. Wake up, you cunt. Yeah. In, in, in not in those nice, exact words. in a nice way, in a, yeah. but in a very friendly. Yeah, customer is always yeah. right. Way, you see? Yeah. <laughs> so yes, okay. spoons don't knock spoons, yeah. and, then, and then and then death dealt us one more. <laughs> oh God, one who's more the other blow. one? Well, I said to you when I came. I said to you when I came in. The guy, no, I wasn't listening, the guy I know. I know simply as Gary. I don't know. Oh, oh, hang on. Wait. Not Gary. Yeah, Gary. A guy called... What you're saying? A guy called Gary yeah, died. Yeah, a guy called Gary. He's a big friend of a guy called Gerald. 
who knows that bloke, John. Yeah, a guy, a guy called Gary, and he sang. I was saying to you, he sang Would this the song. Be Gary Wright. I don't know, but he sang the song, Dreamweaver. Something, something, get me through the night. Jeez, that sounds like fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. That's not it. It's a dream, isn't it? You're having a dream, you see. Shall I move it on a bit? Yeah. Was that the actual song? Through the night. There you go, that one. Dream. Oh, oh. Wait. <laughs> I thought he's coming back. Dream Weaver. Beautiful. Oh, that was lyrics. Got the lyrics. Got the lyrics. Ooh, dream weaver. I believe you can get me through the night. You see, I only knew it because it was uh, it was on Boogie Nights. I only knew it because it was on Wayne's World. You see, when when the the blonde, uh, he always reminds me of someone the blonde one. I can't think who. he he sees that girl and he falls in love. Oh yeah, love. he's already. Yeah. And every time he sees her, he goes, dream weaver. Yeah. <laughs> you told me before we started this. That's actually your favourite song of all time. Yeah, by it? by sung by someone called Gary. Yeah. Gary Wright. Gary Wright. Okay. Gary Wright. Gary wrong. Gary. <laughs> it, you decide. Yeah. Okay. And he died. Apparently so. And how old is he? I don't know. He's only in his uh, <laughs> late. <laughs> <laughs> only he was only well, I don't know. he was only a, only a young boy in my mind but i mean i considering how long ago the song came out he was probably knocking on a bit well hang on hang on when you say how long ago how long ago was i it? reckon it came out in the 70s i, I reckon yeah. that sounds like a 70s I, okay let's have me. a little bit how, how long do you i mean i, 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 I would say 74 yeah i was just gonna say i think it was 1974 Oh, well, and then I will say 75, just to keep oh, it Oh, I thought you'd looked it up. No, I'm looking yeah. it up now. <gasps> what, 1975? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, John, when you're a professional musical historian... Someone should cover that. We should. Let's do it. <laughs> Dream Weaver. Yeah. You know who should cover it? FM. Yeah. You know, yeah, they pretty quite good version. Because I, they were a really, are they still going? I don't know, but good yeah, band. of course they're still going. Only thing they've ever lacked is a hit. There you go, boys. They can yeah. have that one on me. 10%, yeah. that's all. Yeah. <laughs> In Saudi money, please. Yeah. <laughs> Transfer it to the Saudi account. So, Gary, God bless you for that beautiful song. Yeah, well John then, especially was in tears when he heard... You'd gone. Um, right. Now, I think we're going to, we're going to, John, we're probably going to, we're coming towards the end of this particularly scintillating episode. But we have got time to squeeze in. We mentioned Coverdale. Yeah. Did, um, I think I tried to send it to you. Maybe I didn't succeed. There was, uh, there was a fantastic picture of him, a Christmas picture that he sent. You know, like you send like a Christmas card out. Yeah. Some people used it with their family or whatever. Yeah. These days, it's just like a tweet or thing, isn't it? Um, uh, and I saw it just a little while ago. It's a picture, old card's official Christmas card, last Christmas. He's standing in a like a lounge with the Christmas tree. Yeah, it looks like Christmas morning, and he's wearing a Santa Claus onesie. 
And he's and he's wearing a mask. He's wearing a Santa Claus mask. Is it a beard though? Has he got a beard on it? Well, it's hard to tell because it's a onesie. It's all like you know, he's in a onesie. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah, yeah. It's really good picture. That's it. It amused me. Yeah. Tresemuse more. Yeah. Coverdale in a Santa onesie. What's not to love? Don't know. Jonathan. <laughs> did he ever used to call you Jonathan? Or Sometimes, I'm sure. Did he? Did he? Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'll be like, all right, David. Michael. Yeah. Michael. I'll be looking around. Who's he talking yeah. to? Yeah. Or if he was Steve. Stephen. Yeah. Um, right, so uh, we've done the onesie, and um, we have got so many other great I think things. This is, I, think this, I think you should wrap this one up now. I don't like this. There's, the readers won't be able to see this, but... Mick Wall has now taken to writing down lists of things to talk about. And he's like a newsreader at the end of 9 o'clock news, picking his yeah, paper listen, up listen. and going, anyway, let's just talk about this. Let's just talk and, about David Coverdale's and, onesie. And, to, and, and be, we end tonight with and, the cat, the yeah. cat in the hat. Um, See, no this is the thing, on. it just, pe- <laughs> just peters out into nothingness. So I'm saying goodbye. No, no hang on. Um, because I, I wish I could remember his bloody name. I'm so his name's Steve. Sorry, Steve. I could never remember the other name. Um, he was the one who sent in that quip about how what was it? You'll remember it because you treasured it. It was you treasured it. It was. I'd like to think of it as a truth. Oh, okay. And what was a it? A truth. Again, that's Remind come in. us of the uh, truth. It was that you know in the in no, the in, know, in no. the Mick Wall podcast. Oh yes, which has two people on it. Mm. One of them is the name. Oh, I see. And one of them is the talent. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I know why I can't remember lines. your fucking name, Steve. It was Steve. along those lines. Well, Steve heard... Steve is Steve the Steve most... heard you apologising about that. <laughs> and has got back and he said, no, no, what I meant was... Oh, he's not clarified. He's clarified. Oh, Steve never clarified. That's the lesson of this book. Well, I think in this in this case, this is in the actuality. You know, even, if, even if you do think that... Chris Overland ended up running a wine bar and run. just bear down on it for the rest of your life. Just yeah. keep saying it. Absolutely. It's the Trump lesson. So, so Steve got back. True. Steve got back and said, no, what I meant was he said that I'm like the Steve Harris of the group and you're like the Bruce Dickinson. Ooh. Scream for me, John. You're, you're, you're liking that. Yeah, you're you're going, yeah. actually, do you know what? Because yeah, if, I, I, yeah, I think I'm thinking that's if I had to be Steve or if I had to be Bruce, which one would I be? That's an interesting question. Well, Bruce, obviously. Yeah, probably. Because, you know, you went to private school and sword <laughs> fight, don't you? You're one of those fucking <laughs> I'd guys. Quite, I'd sword fight you, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. What, you mean like a duel? Yeah. Pistols at dawn. No, sword. Well, was sword? What is this? You want to hit well, you me with a sword? You were the one who said sword fighting. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and on that bombshell, yeah. we will bid you adieu. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
How do I stop this, Fern? <laughs> 